Begin Podfix Network transmission in three, two, one. What is up, plant people? Hey, it's time once more for the Planthropology Podcast, the show where we dive into the lives, careers, and general coolness of some very cool plant people to figure out why they do what they do and what keeps them coming back for even more. I'm Vikram Baligia, your host and your humble guide in this journey through the plant sciences and some other sciences, the green ones mostly. And as always, my friends, I am so excited to be with you today. Y'all, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I'm sorry. I'm going to start off with an apology. It has been uh, a, a, a an interesting season in my life. Um, and I, you know, I, if, if you've been a longtime listener, this reply applies to you more. If you're new, uh, you know, maybe skip through the next 30 or 40 seconds. But um, I, I had taken a break over the summer of 2022 and I just needed some time to uh, kind of collect my thoughts and, and get back into it. And then after that, I got into the semester. I was finishing up a writing project and then my family or I have been passing around various fun illnesses since Thanksgiving or before. And then I hurt my back and then the semester ended and then it started and then I hurt my back again. All those are excuses. But the fact is, I appreciate you sticking with me. I just looked at my 2022 summary from Buzzsprout, who is the um, service I host my podcast on. And even with my inconsistency, even with really barely posting anything since June of 2020, uh, Planthropology was in the top 5% of all podcasts, had over 72,000 downloads, was listened to in 120 countries, at 26 episodes, and uh, over 1,200 minutes of content. And, and y'all, that's because of you, and I just really appreciate you. So I'm, I'm going to try to be much more consistent going forward. Uh, probably the show will come out every other week this year for 2023. Uh, there may be some bonus episodes and other things in there as well as usual, but I'm going to commit to doing as much as I can every other week and be more consistent because I miss you. I miss you. And I've gotten some really, really sweet, encouraging messages saying that you miss this too. And so I, I just wanted to do something today. And this will probably be a short one. I'm working on recording several interviews over the next few weeks. Um, so you may get some solo content uh, up front this year and a few things um, just just from me, some thoughts, some uh, wrap-ups of last year. I had a series on trees that I never finished, and I'd like to get some of those out. But we've got some really great interviews coming. But but today, um, and, and I have, haven't, I don't talk about the dates a whole lot, but today is uh, January 12th, and it was the first day of my lecture in my intro horticulture class uh, here at Texas Tech. And um, I, I don't talk a whole lot about plants on the first day. We talk about the syllabus, all of those kinds of housekeeping things, you know, the stuff that you have to do in a class. But then I, then I talk about a little bit how to survive college, some tips and tricks, uh, study habits, uh, general just self-health, self-motivation kind of things that I've learned over my many years in school and academia. And I, I wanted to talk with you about some of those today. And I know many of you are not in college. Maybe you have been, maybe you will be, maybe you won't. But I think these apply in in grander scales to the rest of our lives. And and please understand as we go through this, um, that these are just my opinions. These are things that come from my experience and mostly from my mistakes and the things that I've had to do to fix many of my many mistakes. But 
Um, I just wanted to share with you what I shared with my students this morning. I thought it'd be a fun way to kick off the year. And, uh, and then we'll get back into plants next week. So for now, here's episode 89 of Planthropology, How to Be a Human. All right. I've missed that music. That music's fun and uplifting. It's called Happy Together, and I think that it is very happy. I have said, by the way, this is another aside, I've said for like two years that I'm going to write some new theme music for this podcast, and one of my resolutions for 2023, one of my podcast resolutions, is to do that. And I hope you hold me to that. Send me a message and be like, hey, dumb dumb, dumb dumb. That's me. I'm dumb dumb. Um, write some music, and I, and, I, and I will do that. I will write and record some podcast music. I may put them up. I may post them as an episode and have you vote on them. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, so I, my lecture for today that I had with my students, and again, if you if you don't know, I teach um, introductory horticulture at the college level, mostly freshmen, mostly non-majors. Out of my um, 125 students this semester, I believe only 19 are actually even in the College of Ag. So these are very much generally not plants people not plant people which is fine totally fine and it's actually kind of a fun challenge because if i can win a few over it's like really winning right so my lecture for today is called how how to survive college why bother with all of this and and i i can maybe extrapolate this a little for a little further in how to maybe be a functional human and please keep in mind again that this is to the degree that i am a functional human and we can have a debate about that i find that debatable um, but there are things that work for me sometimes, and some of these may be a little bit of do as I say, not as I do, uh, because these are things I have to constantly remind myself of in my own heart and in my own life um, and in my own journey to being a healthier, um, better person, which is which is what I strive for. Um, I strive towards being a better husband and a better father and educator and uh, being stronger in my convictions and my faith and um, being a kinder person to everyone that I encounter. And those things are important to me. And so the, the first question I like to ask my students on the first day of class, every semester, whether they're freshmen or upperclassmen or anyone in between, is, is, is why are you here? Why are you here? And this question can be general, and sometimes I get general answers, and sometimes they're very specific. And to them, I mean, one, why are you sitting in this classroom today? Why are you taking this class? But also, why are you in college? Why are you doing the thing? And and one student today spoke up and, and they answered, um, I'm doing this so I can be a more successful person, so I can gain the tools and the knowledge to have a career and to go on and have a happy life and all that, which is, which is probably why most college students are there. Um, I had a couple of interesting answers last semester too. One student said, I want to be the first. And her goal was to be the first um, person in her family, an extended family, to graduate college. Uh, I heard people say to make new connections, to make networks, to uh, learn more about the world just out of a passion for learning. Um, And so for us that are maybe not students, that are just sort of experiencing life in, in different stages in different ways. Like I think in anything we do, we need to ask like, why am I here? What is my why? Because the why in my opinion is, is our shield. It's our armor against um, 
sliding away, against falling away from the things that we want to do. Because life gets hard, y'all, and there's times that we struggle through things. And it, with this podcast and the, the long break I've taken, I have gone back and I've reevaluated the why. The why am I doing it? Why am I uh, spending the time and the effort um, that for this thing that I don't, you know, get paid extra for, that I don't, um, you know, uh, get a whole lot of extra recognition for, except from you, which is, by the way, very, very valuable to me. I don't want to make it sound like it's not valuable to me. But like from my job, uh, they're like, yeah, I'm glad you're doing it. And I get a little pat on the head at the end of the year on my evaluation, but that's, that's about it. And it occurred to me that I do this because I like to tell the stories of the people who care about our planet, right? And I, I like to tell the stories of the things that they do. And I do it for you because so many of you tell me that you enjoy it and that it means something to you and that you find um, value and positivity and, and all that in it. And that means something to me that it means something to you. But I think whatever you're doing, you have to know why you're doing it. You have to know why you're doing it. So when things get hard, if you don't know why, it's really hard to keep doing the thing. But if you have like a clear, a clear picture of that goal in your mind of, of what you're trying to achieve. And I, and I'm going to talk later about achievements and I don't mean this in this like super capitalist hustle culture sort of way, but, but just what, what are your end goals? What do you want? Why are you here? And those are questions that you have think you have to answer for yourself and going into something hard. You can do the hard things if you know why you're doing them. Okay. So that's one. Um, and then I like to, to, to share this quote that a society grows great when old men plant trees under whose shade they know they shall never sit. And that's a proverb from somewhere. It could be Greece, could be China. That, that Those are the two places that most proverbs get attributed to. Um, but it means something to me. Uh, first, and I think I've talked about this before, um, my granddad planted a lot of trees um, throughout his life. And, and we live in now in the house that... Uh, I grew up in for a while and that, that he owned and he and my grandma lived in for 40 years, 45 years. And there's a, a, a pear tree in, a, in an apricot tree in the backyard that he planted and he got to enjoy for several years. But as his health deteriorated, as he got older, he spent less and less time under those trees. And, and now I sit in my backyard and I look up at them and I appreciate the trees he planted, right? As an old man. Um, and, and they mean something to me. They're important to me. And, and I think about my job and I think about doing this podcast too, because in my job, I teach my students, I have access, nah, access is not the right word, but I am in front of my students as a, an influence for what, four months, 14 weeks, um, 22 or some odd lectures. Uh, that's not a lot. And, and I do things with the intention and with the full knowledge that I will probably never know what they do with them, right? The, the tips and tricks and things that we talk about on the first day, um, the material that I teach them about plants and the environment and the world around, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do with that, but I hope it's beneficial to them. I hope it's constructive to them. And so even without knowing that, I find value in planting those trees. And the same with you. Like I, I unfortunately don't get to talk to most of you, which by the way, if you would like to communicate with me and contact me, uh, there'll be information here in the mid roll in just a second about uh, how to reach out. And I hope you do, because I would, I would love to get to know you 
um, as, as a listener of this show. But I try to share my knowledge and I try to share good stories um, about the people that work in this field um, with the hopes that those trees will grow into something in your life, that they'll grow into a passion for, I don't know, soils or water or the environment or fruit production or something, um, even if it's just an enjoyment of listening to it. That means something to me, even though I, I, I'll, I'll never know the results. And so I think as we embark on life, we have to think in a lot of ways about, okay, if I'm putting something into this person's life, uh, hopefully something good into this person's life, um, I may never know the results, but that doesn't matter. The reward is in the kindness and in the empathy itself, and not so much in the results of that. Does that make sense? It makes sense to me, and it's meaningful to me in in my heart and in my life. Um, and and I don't know. I I know I'm going to ramble a little bit through this, and and I apologize some for that. But I, I just I, I this is very much sort of a stream of consciousness thing because every time I give this lecture, I I was telling one of my um, graduate students that. I'm just exhausted. This first lecture leaves me exhausted because I go up there and I'm not talking subject matter. I'm talking about things that are very personal to me. And I tell stories about my own life and and even discuss some of my failures as a student. I, After my first semester in college, um, I was a biomedical engineering student. I was going to go to med school. My granddad was a doctor. And um, I, uh, I, I finished my first semester in college with like a 1.2 GPA. I dropped like three classes uh, the second semester was not much better. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to be a student. And I was not good at it. Just just not good at it. And and so at that point, the College of Engineering at Texas A&M University was like, you know, maybe maybe this is not for you. And they were right. It was not for me. Um, and, and it would have been really easy for me at that time to just be like, I can't do college. I can't do this thing. Um, but I persevered. And I guess they'll just give a PhD to anyone because – Flash forward 15 years and and here we are, right? I'm talking to you uh, in my office as a lecturer on a on a college campus and and life is interesting. And I think that um, those stories of our failures and uh, our struggles and the way we overcome them means a lot. Means a lot. And, and I've said this before too. I think, but I don't think we owe each other a lot other than authenticity, um, other than to be a real human, be a real human being to the people around you. Um, don't, you don't have to be this perfect, whatever, just, just, just be real, just be genuine and let people, uh, I don't know, mourn with you in your defeats and, and celebrate with you in your victories. You know, I think that's, uh, that's maybe if someone asked me what is the best advice I could give someone, it would be that it's that it's that. So, um, I'm going to take a break. We're going to do a quick mid roll. Uh, I'll do some housekeeping kinds of things. And then we come back. I've got a little bit of, you know, some challenges that we face and some of the things that I have found personally to overcome those challenges. So we will be right back. Well, hey there. Welcome to the mid roll. I'm still good at making that creepy, aren't I? You're welcome. So uh, a few things. If you want to connect with Planthropology, I am all the places. I am on Twitter as Planthropology underscore. I am on Instagram as Planthropology Pod. I'm on Facebook as Planthropology. Or you can join the Planthropology's Cool Plant People Facebook group. I haven't been real good at Facebook lately, but I'm trying to get better at that too. Um, also, there's a really cool um, Discord, and it's not Planthropology specific, uh, but it's just sort of for me and my different projects. It's called the uh, Plant Profs 
complicated houseplants, which as I say that out loud sounds real cheesy and weird. But if you'd like to join that, there is a link in the description of this um, episode. Click the link. You can be in the Discord. We'll chat and share memes and talk about plant ID and all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, I'm also on the TikTok machine as the plant prof. So if you want to follow me there, it's fun. It's silly. I do, I yell about bananas and do stuff about academia and whatever else. If you would like to support the show, uh, you can head over to buymeacoffee.com slash planthropology. And for the price of a coffee, you can buy me a coffee. It also helps with other things related to the show. Uh, there is a link to my merch store on planthropologypod.com. If you'd like some cool planthropology swag, uh, head over there. There's more cool stuff coming this year. Uh, hopefully in the next month, actually, um, to the merch store. You can get stickers and hats and t-shirts and things like that. It would also be a huge help if you would write a review for this podcast on Apple Podcasts or uh, leave a rating on Spotify or uh, go over to Podchaser and leave me a rating and review there. It really helps and it makes me feel good about me. Be honest, um, uh, but if you're going to be really real honest and give me a one star, maybe email me at planthropologypod at gmail.com first. And let me know the problems and see if we can fix them before you say mean words to me about, um, you know, in front of different people on the Internet. You know, that's yeah, that would be nice. Anyway, uh, also, thank you so much to the Texas Tech Department of Plant and Soil Science for supporting the show, for letting me do this and just for being a part of the journey. I could not have done it without you. Could not have done it without you. And thank you mostly to you, the listener. Um you mean the world to me. I I, I say that a lot, but I, it, you really do. You mean the world to me. So thanks for everything. Connect. Uh, lots more really good planthropology coming this year. Really good stuff coming this year. So uh, yeah, that's all the mid-roll. Let's get back into the second part of the episode. All righty, let's get back to it. So the next thing I talk to my students about is some challenges that are typical to uh, – I don't know, college students, maybe just life in general. And, and those are things like time management and balancing other commitments. You know, we talk a lot about like work-life balance and school-life balance. <laughs> I I don't know if you know what that means, but I don't, I don't really know what that means. Uh, mental health, new terminology, burnout. Uh, apparently still a pandemic. I, you know, it's been two and a half years, almost three years and still, still doing the thing, folks. Still doing the thing. Uh, imposter syndrome, not knowing to do with what you do, what to do with yourself in the future, and and just different challenges. And and I I talked a little a lot about mental health, and I do in my class. Um, so as a guy, a male, a man, whatever, in West Texas at the time that I went to school, so I, I finished high school in two thousand five, and then uh, finished college in twenty ten. Um, y'all, we we didn't talk about mental health. That was not that long ago. 10 or 15 years ago, we didn't discuss it. And maybe it was it was the environment I grew up in and, and some of the specifics of the places where I grew up and, and spent time. I, I went to a um, private Christian school growing up and, and, you know, we didn't really talk about those problems. There were, you know, other solutions offered other than go get counseling or therapy or those kinds of things that were, were maybe not the most helpful sometimes. Um, things that I believe in, but still things that were not beneficial to me in that context. And so like I went through high school and college and like probably struggled with a lot of anxiety and some depression and stuff like that and never and never considered it, never thought about it, never talked about it. And I think that now 
we're open about it. We talk or we're starting to get open about it, let me say. And we talk about our mental health struggles. And so I, I wanted to make it clear to my class and I want to make it clear to you that there's no there's no weakness in seeking help, right? Uh, uh, at some point, what else do we have? What else do we have but our minds? What else do we have but the health of our minds? And so as we struggle with mental health, and we all do in some way or the other, um, some more than others, absolutely, and, and I am fortunate and blessed that, that my struggles are fairly minimal, um, those things are useful. Finding someone to talk to, a friend, a family member, a professional, whoever it is, uh, being able to discuss those kinds of struggles are a big deal. And I know, uh, you know, uh, several students gave me kind of one of those looks like, yeah, whatever, and, and I, I get it, I understand. I've been there. I've sat in that seat. I get it. Um, but it's important. It's important. And all these other things are a big deal. We all struggle with burnout. We all struggle with imposter syndrome and thinking that we don't belong in the spaces which we inhabit, you know, the spaces that we fill. Um, and and there's ways to deal with these things. And these things don't necessarily just go away, but they get better. You know, I, I've done this podcast now for three years. Um, and I've taught for quite some time as well. And, uh, you know, I've, I've at this point in, in different capacities spoken with thousands of people live, ten, maybe tens of thousands of people live, and then have done media from this to, to TikTok. And I did radio for a long time and I have done TV news. Like I have put my face and my thoughts and my ideas out there in front of hundreds of thousands or millions of people. And it, the nerves are still there. Every time, especially on the first day of class, I get up in front of a new f- group of students, a new, uh, a lot of new faces, and I'm nervous. And I'm nervous. And and I think that the imposter syndrome tells me, oh, there there are people that are better at this than you. There are people that could do a better podcast. There are people that could teach these students better. That could fill this this role in their lives better. There are people that. Our, our better husbands could be a better husband, a better father, and and it just goes on and on and on. And what I have discovered is that the best way to deal with it, because you know we we tell ourselves, oh, it's not true, and then it's hard to feel, is just to do it anyway, just do the thing anyway. And then the next time you get nervous and you just do the thing anyway again, and eventually, like those those voices get quieter. You start to learn that okay, maybe I don't feel it today which I wasn't today. I've, I've, I was so tired, so tired. I'm still so tired. Uh, but, but you do it, you can do it. And, and I was, y'all, I think one of the reasons it's taken me so long to record this episode and get back into this is that I was nervous that I'd lost my chops, like that I had, uh, spent so long not podcasting and not doing this, not recording that I had, uh, lost it, lost your respect, lost your, whatever your interest. And, I just have to do it. And now that I'm doing it, I feel good about doing it. So like those lies are there and those lies get into our heads. Um, but that's what they are. They're not true. You know what you're doing. You know your business. You know who you are. Uh, just be who you are. Um, and there are some ways I think that we can uh, overcome some of these challenges. I think uh, approaching them one at a time, um, instead of trying to climb the whole mountain at once, just take a step. Okay. Pick a thing you can accomplish. I do this like with tasks, right? I get overwhelmed and I look at my to-do list and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't do it. Uh, So I'll pick one that's the easiest to accomplish and I'll accomplish it. And sometimes if I do stuff that's not on the list, I'll write that thing on the list and just give myself the satisfaction of crossing it off. You know, we do this in community gardens. I've worked with community gardens quite a bit. 
And um, instead of saying, okay, we're going to plant 500 square feet, we're going to till this whole thing up, we're going to uh, do all this and do all this and have these projects that take months, um, that's a little demoralizing, or it can be. So especially with kids, I like to plan projects that take like two hours, that you can start to finish, like we're going to put in and fill this raised bed and plant some pansies. And then you're done, and you get the accomplishment, and that's good. And so when we approach our struggles, um, our challenges, we should do it the same way. Pick one we can we can beat. Pick one we can do. And then that gives us maybe some of the um, energy and optimism we need to go after the next one. Um, find a point of focus in your life. For me, and this is a silly one, like I really like making coffee. I really like getting up. And turning on the coffee grinder and smelling the 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 fresh like ground coffee beans, and then using my Chemex or my French press to make a point a pot of coffee, it's something that I have control over. I know it's something that I know how to do, and that it'll turn out well if I go through the steps. And just that little ritual, um, it could be meditation, it could be working out, whatever else, uh, brings me some focus. It gives me a little bit of a center in my day in my morning. Um, maintain a creative creative outlet, uh, whether you play music or podcast, whatever else, those things are important. Uh, you got to work hard. That is, there's you, you have to do it. We work hard, and the things that are really worth having in our lives are the things that we work for and that we earn and we fight for, I think. Um, find someone to talk to if you need someone to talk to. That's a big deal. Uh, again, whether it's a professional, whether it's someone who can give you an unbiased opinion um, or an expert opinion about about whatever it is that you're going through. Like, that's that's important. It's a big deal, friends. It's a big deal. The last one um, that I, or one of the last ones that I like to think about is prioritizing values over achievements. Uh, I have, and, and take this for what it is, okay? I know how it sounds. I, I really do. Um, I've accomplished a lot of interesting things in my life from, this fairly successful podcast to teaching awards. I've got a couple on my shelf to, to degrees and uh, awards and, and accommodate all this stuff. Those things mean a lot to me, but only in the context of the fact that they maybe point to the person I want to be, right? I want to be a caring and an empathetic and a dedicated educator. Um, I, I want to be someone who, shares information clearly, who communicates kindly and well. Um, you know, the things that my family accomplishes and and the the things that we do at home. I want to be a good father. I want to be a good friend and husband. Um, I want to be a good person. And so, like, if I look at any of these accomplishments in and of themselves, y'all, they're a little hollow. And I, and I know that sound, I know how that sounds. I, I have a, a personal weird relationship with like awards and trophies and stuff. It's weird for me, but um, if it's just about that, then to be fulfilled, I have to go win the next thing, right? I have to go achieve the next thing. I have to find my next, I don't know, plateau to reach. But if they're little pieces and little pictures and snippets and glimpses into the man that I want to be in my life, um, someone who cares about his students, uh, someone who cares about telling the truth and, and telling good stories and um, um, sharing science and information well. Uh, if there are little pictures of me as a father who supports his son, who 
uh, has the confidence to be vulnerable and brave and all those things. And um, who is a supportive husband, whose uh, uh, wife just, just I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this and I don't know how to feel about it sometimes. But y'all, I think when I started looking at my life as, okay, not what do I want to accomplish? What thing do I want to, to make sure like I win next? And more, y'all, what kind of person do I want to be? And how do these other things support that? Um, I've become a lot happier with my life. Uh, because because achievement is fleeting. Um, and they come and go, and there's always the next one to chase. But we can work constantly to, towards the person we want to be. And we can find joy and fulfillment in taking little steps in that direction. So um, some tips, schedule your time, make sure time for yourself is on that schedule, like set yourself an appointment. And this is my time for whatever I want to do, write things down, prioritize well, ask lots of questions. um, And then mostly cut yourself some slack. You are doing great. You yes, you who as you listen to this, you're doing great. And I know you may not feel like it. Um, I know you may be struggling right now with whatever, but but you're here, you're listening, you are continuing to strive, you are continuing to fight the fight, as it were, and um, you are doing a good job. Uh, and if there are things you want to make better, take them in little bites. Make tomorrow a little bit better than today. Uh, you don't have to win all at once. We win slowly and we change incrementally. So I hope this is encouraging. I hope these these tips help you. If you know if, if this is annoying to you, I'm sure you've stopped listening by this point. But even if out of all the people that listen to the show, you were the one that this helps, I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I did it. So uh, y'all, thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of Planthropology. Thank you for being my friends and being a part of this journey. Um, I say it, I but I, I love you. I love you and I love you for the time you put into this and for giving me your attention for what is it 30 minutes or so or an hour sometimes and um i i genuinely appreciate and value you um thanks again to texas tech for supporting this for for letting me even do it at work i'm sitting at work right now thanks to you for supporting and listening and reviewing and donating and all the things that you do um lots more plant stuff we'll be talking about plants uh in two weeks which i guess will be the 29th of january because january is pretty much over apparently that's upsetting um and then we'll have lots of great guests coming up this spring and through the year oh if you have ideas of who of a person you'd like me to interview for the show send it along if there's topics you'd like me to cover send them along i would love to incorporate your ideas but until then keep being really cool plant people uh keep being kind to one another if you have not been kind to one another at this point maybe give that a shot that may make this a pretty good year um be good be safe and uh, i will talk to you next time. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at Podfix on Twitter, official underscore Podfix on Instagram, at Podfix Network on Facebook. 
and make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.